News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Ireland's tax receipts for the first 10 months of the year have hit almost 64 billion, which is 25% ahead of the figure this time last year. The strong figures were driven by record corporation taxes, of course, which came in at 16.2 billion. And Ireland's total tax take could break for the first time ever 80 billion euros by the end of this year. And for more on all of this, I'm joined now by Michael McGrath, Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform. Good morning to you, Minister. Um, It feels that the coffers are full, yet people out on the streets still believe that times are hard, that they're struggling in a cost of living crisis. How do we marry those two things? But look, the, the strong receipts are really welcome because they give us as a government the resources uh, to try to help people and to help businesses. And that's why we were in a position in the budget just a few weeks back to bring forward an 11 billion euro package. And the benefits of that are already uh, beginning to, to flow, including the double social welfare week, uh, the child benefit double payment. And in the next number of weeks, a whole range of lump sum payments for people who are among the most vulnerable in society. It also allows allows us to fund uh, a temporary business energy support scheme uh, to to help businesses with uh, the really high energy costs that they're facing at this point in time. So you correctly point to the challenge that so many people are facing, um, households, businesses, but also community groups and sports clubs um, as a result of the level of inflation. But at least these uh, receipts and the strong exchequer performance uh, gives us the resources to be in a position to respond. And that's a good place to be. But of course, there are risks and I'm sure you'll come to those in a moment about how sustainable some of the receipts may be. We will, but but just on those resources, how best should we spend them? I mean, obviously we're doing some, uh, going some way to insulating people from the cost of living crisis, but what kind of a legacy? We, we haven't had this kind of money, you know, to, to, to play around with in whatever shape or form we decide to, to use it since the days of the Celtic Tiger. What should the legacy of, of this current, I suppose, wealth in, in terms of the state, what, what, what should it be? I think the legacy should be better public services and uh, targeted investment that improves the quality of life for our people and sets the country up well for the future through investment in uh, areas such as housing and education and healthcare and public transport and so on. But we shouldn't spend all the money and that is one uh, key lesson because it's important that we do run budget surpluses, uh, that we reduce the level of debt we have as a country. That matters to uh, current and future generations. That's why we are putting away funding into a national reserve which will give us the capacity to do more and to respond further across next year and beyond uh, if we need to and the most important thing from a sustainability point of view um, fiscal sustainability that is is that we avoid making permanent expenditure commitments on the back of some of these receipts that could prove to be transitory in nature like we estimate that somewhere between 8 and 10 billion euro of the corporate tax receipts that we will receive in the current year uh, could be windfall in nature and therefore may not be reliable and may not repeat into the future. And so we just have to avoid the mistake uh, of you know making expenditure commitments that recur every okay. single year on the back of receipts that may not be there and to support And that putting them. away of money, that rainy day fund, as it were, do, do we need to put more into it? I mean, we're facing into unprecedented levels of inflation, uh, highest levels of inflation in, in over 40 years here in Europe. Um, we're facing into interest rate hikes that have been quite rapid. Um, our yeah. borrowing is going to get more difficult. Do we need, I want to get onto corporation tax and the IT sector and all that in just a moment, but do we need a buffer greater than the buffer we currently have? 
Well, I think uh, running a budget surplus is in itself an important buffer because it does give confidence to the markets and it means that when we have to refinance debt, then we can do so on terms uh, that are reasonable. And we are going to put six billion away between now and the end of next year uh, into the National Reserve. But we are also going to be investing for the future with a very large and ambitious public capital investment programme, which will be over 12 billion euro next year. And that does matter and that makes a difference to make sure that Ireland remains competitive and that we have good infrastructure uh, so that our economy can continue to, de- to develop and grow into the future. But you are right to identify risks. You know, we are in an era now where there is a huge amount of uncertainty globally and the global economy is undoubtedly slowing down. That will, ha- will and already is having an impact on Ireland um, because we rely on external markets to purchase the goods and services that we produce here in Ireland. And of course, at the consumer level, many people now are feeling the burden of increasing uh, interest rates. And of course, yeah. inflation really hurts people. Uh, inflation, you know, uh, at around 10% across the Eurozone uh, is at a level that cannot be sustained because it does real harm and real damage to people's living standards. So uh, we are in a period of uncertainty. Um, the Irish economy is in good health, relatively speaking, compared to uh, our European counterparts. Uh, and the, the public finance story is a good news story, but we do have to manage it carefully and make sure that we retain resources to enable us to respond further if we have to. Corporation tax receipts. Um, 16.2 billion for corporation tax for the 10 month period, 6.6 billion ahead of the same period last year. The IT sector is going to be facing major restructuring. We've just seen Elon Musk is shaking up all things at Twitter, but no doubt the rest of them are going to, to change as well. IT, social media, all of that. If that happens sooner rather than later, how vulnerable are we to that foreign direct investment flighting? Well, we we don't anticipate a flight of foreign direct investment. In fact, the the pipeline uh, of inward investment into Ireland remains really strong. The IDA is doing an exceptionally good job. And uh, for the first half of this year, uh, they had a record six-month period. Now, I acknowledge that sentiment is changing um, and there has been a deterioration in the global economy and that will impact on Ireland. I think the the biggest risk uh, lies in reduced profitability. And if the companies uh, that are tax resident here and that are paying their taxes here um, uh, incur a significant reduction in their profitability, then it means less taxes paid here. And of course, we also have the major international reform, uh, the OECD BEPS process that will in time, when it's fully implemented, have uh, a negative impact as well in terms of the receipts that are paid here uh, in Ireland. So that's why it's important we don't rely on these receipts into the future and that we, uh, we take the steps that I've outlined earlier in terms of putting funding away running budget surpluses. Uh, We're now separately reporting uh, what we believe to be the underlying budget balance. So while we're we're reporting a large surplus next year by way of a forecast, um, if you strip out the corporate tax receipts that could be windfall in nature, uh, then you do have a a deficit next year. So that just underlines and highlights the risk that is there. And it's one that we have to manage very carefully into the future. Okay, we're moving towards, I suppose, into the the latter half of this government cycle. We will be moving towards general elections. Are we likely to see uh, less prudence and more of a spending spree in future budgets, do you think? Well, it's important that spending is managed sustainably and last year we adopted a spending rule uh, which uh, anchored growth in public spending uh, in line with the trend growth rate in the economy. We made a a modest departure from that this year uh, because of the level of inflation being experienced and 
to do otherwise would have meant um, a significant reduction in real terms in the level of investment and the Fiscal Advisory Council um, essentially backed the government's approach uh, in that regard. So I think we have managed the public finances. Well, that finances could be the same prudently. thing next year. If we have inflation of 10% next year, uh, now hopefully that, that won't be the case. But if we, if we were to have that, will we see something similar in terms of spending then? Um, that remains to be seen, but bear in mind that we, notwithstanding the level of inflation being experienced, um, only increased core spending by, by 6% for 2023. So it is still well below uh, the current level of inflation and even below the level of inflation that we anticipate for next year. But it would be our intention to uh, return to that spending rule because um, it provides an important anchor. Like It is important that we manage uh, the national finances responsibly. We know what can happen when things go wrong and things can turn very quickly. You know, we've seen that elsewhere uh, when the markets turn against the country if they take a view that what you're doing is not responsible that it's unsustainable then your cost of borrowing can rise very very rapidly indeed uh, and that has a real impact on ordinary people because it means more and more of your tax receipts then are going to service the national debt uh, whereas in Ireland uh, the percentage going to service the debt has fallen and continues to fall and if you're running surpluses then you're borrowing less and you're actually reducing your debt relative to the size of the economy and that does matter and it gives you more choices then into the future. Do you feel um, hard done by that you're spending so much money but people are going to still feel like they're in a recession and you very likely a, a, as government will be blamed for that? Look, I- Inflation is insidious and it really hurts people and it it, it damages living standards and we're really conscious of that um, and that's why we brought forward such a large budget package in an effort to help people um, to help everyone to some extent but principally to help those that need it the most and our focus now is on implementing all of those budget measures that process has started um, we will see the first uh, round of electricity credits uh, this month and a further two in the early part of next year um, we'll see uh, later this year the reduction in student fees kick in uh, the double Susie grant payment as well as okay. all of the individual lump sum social welfare uh, payments as well uh, and then of course on the 1st of January you have reductions in income tax, you have changes in welfare rates on a permanent basis okay. um, and uh, our, our policy to reduce and costs and charges that people face will bear fruit next year as well but look it is difficult for people we're, we're not in any way sugarcoating that we are in a war environment in Europe um, tragically no, no, which no, 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 is having we're, a direct we're, we're, impact La- lastly, Minister, are you looking forward to being Minister for Finance? Oh, Kira, as you know, I can't, um, I can't assume anything. The uh, the party leaders have uh, six weeks now to, to work out all of those issues, but I think it is important for uh, the government and for the country that there is a smooth uh, transition uh, uh, in, in terms of whatever changes are going to be made, um, not least at the level of, of Antishuk. And, um, you know, I, I'm very happy um, to, right. uh, to continue to work uh, for the next number of weeks in the role I have, and let's see what happens all beyond right. that. Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform. Michael McGrath, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. Yeah, very interesting there. And uh, Absolutely. I, I think uh, Michael is obviously willing to serve. <laughs> he is indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.